The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. Man, I got a good word for you this morning. I'm in Ezekiel chapter 16 this morning. Now, you know, if you get over in the book of Ezekiel, you're not messing around. Ezekiel was the guy that saw the wheel in the middle of the wheel, didn't he? He saw visions and he saw all kinds of things, man. He was a, a prophetic guy and he was a visionary. And he saw things in the spirit. And he saw a picture of the gospel. You know, you can find the gospel all through the Bible. The gospel means good news. Good news. It's always good news. If you go to a church and you're more bummed out when you left than when you came, man, you're in, you may be in the wrong church. You need to go here. We all need some, that's why we come. We, we get out in the world, we, we, we do, you know, we live, we live life, we fight, fight battles and face Goliath and all the things that we have to deal with. You know, who, who knew that we'd have to deal with the, the, the coronavirus thing and the stock market as a result of the coronavirus thing and all those things. But, but thank God we come to the house of the Lord in the midst of the coronavirus in the midst of the stock market, and we hear the good news of the gospel. I believe that every verse of the Bible has in some way a picture of the gospel. The gospel. The gospel of the New Testament was hidden in the Old Testament. And here in Ezekiel 16... Uh, I saw this a few weeks ago and I've been working on this and I have been so stirred up to preach this. And so in Ezekiel chapter 16, we're just going to begin reading in verse 1. He said, again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, Caused Jerusalem to know her abominations and say to them, Thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite and your mother was a Hittite. Now, I'm going to show you something about the, 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 the gospel in here. First of all, the first thing he tells Jerusalem here is that you, were, you weren't born in the right place and you weren't born to the right people. But I want you to know today that part of the gospel is he can take people that weren't born of the of the the right seed and they weren't born of the to into the right family somebody people get all shook up about their genealogy and their family line and they start thinking man I got a bunch of nut jobs in my family they're a bunch of crazy people and poor people and broke people and dysfunctional people 
I don't mean just talk bad about your family. I'm talking about all of our families. We were all. He said your mother, your, your mother and your father were an Amorite. One was an Amorite. One was a Hittite. In other words, that's not good. And you were born in the wrong place. But I want you to know I came to tell you the gospel today. That God can take people that were born to a, in a wrong family, in a wrong situation. Maybe, my, maybe, I didn't, maybe I didn't start so right, Sister Beth. But I want to thank God that the gospel got a hold of me. That when God gets a hold of me, it doesn't matter if my mother was an Amorite and my father was a Hittite. It doesn't matter because God becomes my father. God is able to supersede the seed of the natural birth. And he's able to supersede it and overtake it and make the power of my life, not my natural birth. You need to get off of where your family came from and how poor they were and, or, you know, we're just this or we're just that. And you need to realize that you are of a royal seed. We were born of God. So your, your father was an Amorite, into verse 3. Your mother was a Hittite. And as for your nativity, in other words, your birth. Listen to this now. In the day that you were born, your navel was not cut. That means that your umbilical cord wasn't cut. Neither were you washed in water to supple thee. You weren't salted at all and you weren't swaddled at all. So look at these powerful things. So the first thing is we were born and we and our, we had the we had the wrong we had the wrong we had a we had a bad start. Anybody other than me feel like you had a bad start? I I didn't start out right. My first 20 didn't look so good. Huh? My father was an Amorite. My mother was a Hittite. I had a bad start. Then in my birth, look what he said here. You were born, thy navel was not cut. You know, we just went through Keith and Charmaine, Sarah and I and our family, TJ, was in there. I think TJ, TJ was the cutter of, of Romans, his new baby's umbilical cord. Huh? That, you know, that, that's a, they used to, I, I told TJ, you know, Keith and I did years ago when, when you guys were born, you know, they did, there was a father's waiting room. How many remember that? Now they got, I mean, half the family's in there and participating and getting the baby out and all this kind of stuff and the dad's cutting the umbilical cord. But the umbilical cord is a powerful thing, isn't it? It's the, 
It's the connection that gives life to the, to the child once it's conceived in the mother's belly. And, that, and, the, and, the, and the child grows based on what the mother takes into herself. And uh, the, as, as things are developing, there's a flow into that little child, into that baby. And until the time that that baby is born and then lives on the outside here and breathes outside air and all that kind of stuff, there's a connection to the umbilical cord. Here's what he said about in this verse. He said, uh, the day you were born, your umbilical cord was not cut. I, I just thought about that and I thought, here's the gospel. You know, there's a lot of folks that are still connected to, to, to the Amorite and the Hittite part of their life. You're, you're, you're more connected to your past, to your natural origin, than you are your spiritual origin. I want to say today, I believe the Holy Spirit came today to cut your umbilical cord from all... From your past. Ah. You talk to people about God going to bless you and help you. And, you know, most of the time they'll argue with you about why they're not worthy. Because they did this. I said, you got to cut that cord. You got to cut that cord. Some people, their umbilical cord still connected to their, you know, the Bible says you got to leave your mother and your father. You got to cut the umbilical cord to your mother and your father. Huh? You got to cut the umbilical cord of your life that's connected to this world system. You got to cut that thing. You can't be connected to the. I want you to know today, I don't live under the economy of the United States of America. I live under the economy of the kingdom of God. I cut the umbilical cord. That's why I can tithe. It's never been tough to tithe than to give because I cut the umbilical cord to, my, to the world, to the, the system that's out here. Hmm? I cut the umbilical cord to friends and, and, and natural family members. Jesus said that. He said, those that will do the will of God, they are my brothers and my sisters. Amen? So, you, you know, you, you see the picture there. you got to cut the cord to everything except your connection to the Almighty. you got to stay plugged in. you got to stay connected. You know, if little Roman, if that umbilical cord would have been disconnected from Roman when he was on the inside, he wouldn't have lived. He wouldn't have made it. But once he gets on the outside, that umbilical cord's got to be cut. And you've got to cut every cord to your past, to anything you're connected to in your life. Shout out loud, i got to cut the cord. you got to cut the cord. He said, as for your birth, in the day you were born... 
Your navel was not cut. Your umbilical cord was not cut. Neither were you washed in water to supple you. I thank God today that when a, when a child is born, they, they, they wash him off. They wash him off. They, they cleanse him. You know, he was, he's coming from a different environment. Huh? He's coming from a different environment. Those first few minutes for a baby, man, are a real trip. Don't you think? And everybody's talking about, oh man, the mother and how hard she worked to get the baby here. And, you know, I feel like there ought to be a, an advocate for the child that speaks up and says, you ought to see what I just went through. <laughs> My God, man. Are you kidding me? Man, I've been squeezed, pushed. I was in a happy place. You know, when I'm doing, I do spinning classes, you know, when I'm spinning. And uh, this, the, one of the instructors would say, you know, go to your happy place. Go to your happy place. Well, Roman's happy place, man, he got all upset because he got pushed out of his happy place. Huh? And when he came out, they, you know, it was... He, it was just he had uh, stuff on him that needed to be washed off. And we all are like that. Once we're born again, just because you got born doesn't mean you don't need to be washed. You still need to be washed. You still need, the Bible calls it in the book of John, he says he calls it the washing of the water of the word of God. Huh? I'll tell you what happens in church. What, ought to, what happens in the right church is the pastor stands up in the front if he's got anything and he's got a fire hose and he just starts, he just starts spraying the fire hose. He's connected to a spiritual fire hydrant and he just starts spraying people. Hmm? Huh? And why, why is that? Well, because we're trying to wash you. We're trying to cleanse you of the pollutants that, are, that, that just get on you from natural living. Right? From that, that environment that we're in the world. But thank God we're in the world. But we're constantly washed with the water of the word. So this little baby was born. His umbilical cord wasn't cut. Nobody had washed it with water. Look at this next one now. Thou wast not salted at all. Salt is one of the world's preservatives. Salt has a healing virtue to it. They used to put salt in wounds to, to create healing. And they would, they would take these little babies and they would, they would salt them. And they'd rub them in salt. Because it was a picture of the gospel. 
God wants us to become the salt of the world. And He wants us, as soon as we get born again, He wants us rubbed in salt. Our umbilical cord is cut. We're washed in water. And now, now He takes salt, the great preservative, the great healing factor, and rubs that little newborn in salt. I say, praise God, we need to rub those newborns in salt, but we need to, we need to be rubbed in salt continually. Huh? Sometimes, sometimes after I spray you with the fire hose, sometimes when we rub you with a little salt from the Word, it, you know, salt can sting a little bit. Huh? But that's just because it's, it's getting in you. It's good for you. You need to be, have your umbilical cord cut to everything except God. You need to be washed with the water of the word. You need to be salted. Right? Say out loud, I'm feeling salty. You weren't salted at all, neither were you swaddled at all. Now, the, the swaddling thing, you know, they, they talked about Jesus and his swaddling clothes, right? And there's something about a newborn that they're, they, they're, they're newborns come into the world, they're freaked out. Everybody's been waiting for this, but they've never been here before. They've never experienced this before. And they come into this world, and they don't literally know what's going on because they were in their safe place, their, their safe environment. And they were all pressed up and, and, and felt their mother's heartbeat. Huh? And they were, you know, there wasn't a lot of room in there, and that's... That's kind of the way they like it because they feel safe. And when they come out, it's just a free-for-all. You're just out here like this. I've never, I've never felt this. I've never been like this. And so what, what we do is we swaddle them, which means we take the cloth and, and, and wrap it around them. It was, it was amazing when Josh Barclay came, wasn't it, TJ? He... he Josh and Trish ran over from and surprised TJ and Aaron at the hospital and came from, they were at Indianapolis and ran over and walked in the room and surprised them. And Josh Barclay, who knew Josh Barclay? He's a television guy, but he knows how to get his dad on television and he preaches the gospel. But who knew he knew how to swaddle a baby? But man, when he got done swaddling that baby, that baby looked like, I mean, it was like supernaturally swaddled. <laughs> Didn't he, TJ? It was like wrapped just perfectly. And it was like, a, almost like he was in a straight jacket, but he felt good about it. You know why? Because he felt safe. I want to thank God that this little baby here that was born, the Lord... Is, is telling what we were like when, before we got saved. Our umbilical cord wasn't cut. Nobody washed us. 
Nobody salted us and rubbed us in salt. And there was nobody there to swallow, swaddle us and make us feel safe. But when we got saved, we, our umbilical cord got cut. We were washed in the water of the word. We were salted and rubbed with salt. And then God picked us up and swaddled us. And he wrapped his arms around us and made us feel safe for the glory of God. This is all part of the gospel, isn't it? It's what happens when you get saved. Look at verse 5. There was no eye that pitied thee to do any of these unto thee. No one was there to do these to you, to have compassion on you. But you were cast out into an open field to the loathing of thy person in the day that you were born. That's, that's how we were. We were like a newborn child cast out, in, not in, in some, you know, unit at a hospital where there's everything sanitized and totally protected and there's care and nursemaids and nurses and doctors and family that are there. No, that's not how this, this person was born. They were born out into an open field. And they were on their own. Look at verse 6. But when I pass by thee, I want you to know today that Jesus is passing by. When I pass by thee, I saw thee polluted in thine own blood. And I said unto thee, when you were in thy blood, look at this now. He said, I spoke to you. I looked at you. you you're a newborn. Uh, the umbilical cord not cut, not washed, not salted, not swaddled. You're unsafe. You're, you're lying in your own blood. And when I passed by, I said unto you in your own blood, I said live. I'm telling you, God is speaking a word over us today. He's saying to you, he's, he's speaking a word over you today, live. Live. You're not going to die. You're going to live. Live. Come alive. You're going to make it even though nobody's caring for you. Yes. He said, I've passed by. I'm here now. Yes. I'm going to cut your umbilical cord. Yes. I'm going to wash you in water. Yes. I'm going to salt you. Yes. I'm going to swaddle you. Yes. And he said, I, the first thing I'm going to do before I do any of that is I'm going to speak a word over you. You're going to live. I don't care how, what a dark place you all are in today. I want you to know the pastor's got a word for you today. You're going to live. Shout out loud, I'm going to live. Say out loud, I'm going to make it. Look at three people around you and shout at them. You're going to live and you're going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Because Jesus passed by and Jesus said to you, live, live, 
Live. Live. That's what the word of the Lord is today. You know, he's, he's passing by. He, aren't you glad he didn't pass by and see us lying in our own blood with our umbilical cord not cut? And, and we're not washed and we're not salted and swaddled. Aren't you glad he didn't say, well, you got what you deserved. Your mother was an Amorite. Your father was a Hittite. Look at you. You're just, you got what you deserved. I'm just, I'm not, I don't have time for you. I am the almighty God. You're just a heathen and a sinner. I want to thank God when he passed by, he saw me. And he had pity on me. He had compassion upon me. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. And he, and he came by me and told me to live. Verse 6. Look at verse 7 though. He said, not only did I cause you to live, I have caused, caused thee to multiply in the bud of the field. In other words, you're going to start growing. And you have increased, and you have waxen great, and you are come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts are fashioned, your hair is grown, whereas you were naked and bare when you started. In other words, God said, you're going to start coming together here, man. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Woo! Now, when I, look at this one now, verse 8. When I passed by thee, I looked upon ye, thee, and behold, you know what time it was? It was the time of love. And I spread my skirt over thee, and I covered your nakedness. I want to thank God even though I was laying in the field, laying in my own blood. See, this is the gospel. This is how it was when I got saved. I was laying, I was on my own. Nobody to swaddle me, nobody to wash me, nobody to salt me, nobody to care for me, nobody to cut my umbilical cord. But he had compassion on me and he came to me and he told me to live, didn't he? And then he came over by me and even though I was laying there in my nakedness, he took his own skirt and spread it over me. And he covered my nakedness. Thank God that he covered the nakedness that we had when we were born in sin. But he covered it with his own skirt. Thank God he did today. I covered you with my own skirt. Yes, and I swore unto you, and I entered into a covenant with you, saith the Lord God. Look at this now. And you became mine. Even though you, your mother was an Amorite, your father was a Hittite, but when I passed by, I put my skirt over you, and you became mine. In other words, you became my child. You became, I saw you lying there, and I took you in as though you were born of me. Woo! My, 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 my. Amen. 
You became mine. Shout out loud, I'm his. Then washed I thee with water. Yeah, I, th I like this part. I thoroughly washed thy blood from thee. And then I anointed thee with oil. Man, I want you to know my umbilical cord got cut to the world. I got washed with the water of the word. I got salted. I got swaddled. There's a skirt spread over me. Huh? Come on now. God is looking at me, hollering at me to live. And then he took his bottle of oil and he poured that oil over me. I'm not just salted and swaddled and washed and cut. Praise God forever. I am anointed by Almighty God. I went, I went from being a, a, a baby that was just on my own, born, scared, upset, uptight, laying in a field in my own blood. And when God passed by me, he took me in and told me to live spread his skirt over me, and then he anointed me with oil. Woo! I clothed thee also with broidered work and shod thee with badger skin. I girded thee with fine linen and I covered me, thee with silk. I decked you with ornaments. Shout out loud, I'm decked out. When Jesus makes a new creature, I'm telling you, He doesn't just send you into the world just, you know, looking ordinary. I'm telling you, He puts some ornaments on you and decks you out. Say it again, I'm all decked out. That's your new person. The new you. That's not going to die, but it's going to live. You're all decked out. Somebody say amen. amen. I put bracelets upon thy hands and a chain on your neck. And I put a jewel in thy forehead and earrings in your ears and a beautiful crown upon thine head. You were decked with gold and silver and thy raiment was fine linen and silk and broidered work. And you did eat fine flour and honey and oil. And you were exceeding beautiful and you did prosper into an entire kingdom. Now that, they, that little baby started out being born out in the middle of nowhere with no one to care for it. But thank God Jesus passed by. And now he's decked it out and made an entire nation and kingdom out of that little child for the glory of God. And thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty, for it was perfect through my comeliness 
which I had put upon thee, saith the Lord thy God. Aren't you glad today that God's got a plan for your life? Even from your humble beginnings. When you, you know, if no, if, if the Lord hadn't passed by, that little baby would have died in its own blood. It, it, it would have just laid there and died. But thank God, that's what was happening to me. I was laying in my own blood before Christ was in my heart and I was dying. But thank God that He passed by and He had compassion upon me. He felt it on the inside of Him and said, I've got to do something about that. That's what it's like for the Almighty today. Amen. Amen. And He did that for all of us. Shout out loud, he did it for me. He did it for me. Let's all stand up today. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y.com.
We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com.